it should be obvious that involving political activists in the defense of the faith and the cleansing and restoration of the church may be a bad idea. If a high-profile secular activist with so-called progressive tendencies came out and said that they wanted to help clean the church of the filth occupying its highest offices, we'd probably be skeptical, and rightly so. But strangely enough, when it, it comes with someone from allegedly right-wing tendencies, there isn't usually enough skepticism, and there really should be skepticism. The involvement of Steve Bannon in the Dignitatis Humanae Institute has certainly raised some eyebrows in the world of so-called conservative and traditional Catholics who want the church free of the corrupt men running her into the ground at the moment. And some people were skeptical of Steve Bannon's involvement. The past few days has shown that relying on these figures may be a bad idea in the battle to restore the church to her rightful glory. The Dignitatis Humanae Institute may never recover from his involvement. That's a bold statement, but let's dive into this to see what the issue is. Our story begins with the alleged revelations by Frederick Martel. As you'll recall, he's the secular sexual deviant who wrote a tell-all book alleging that up to 80% of the Roman Curia were active homosexuals, and that many of them employed the use of Roman prostitutes. Martel's book sent minor shockwaves through the church, though most of us who pay attention to the state of things in the church today weren't really that impressed. The accusation really isn't surprising, to be honest, and the source isn't exactly someone any Catholic should be inclined to trust either. Still, it was an interesting accusation, and apparently it got the attention of Steve Bannon, who had become involved in the Dignitatis Humanae Institute in Italy, which had been based out of an Italian monastery. The organization has been on the radar of various anti-Christian humanist organizations, all of whom have dubbed it far-right, whatever that means these days, and claimed that it attacks the so-called reproductive rights of women and religious tolerance. One group described it in these surprisingly neutral-sounding terms, even quoting the uh, Dignitatis Humanae Institute directly in this description. Quote, The Institute is a think tank that conducts research, issues articles and press releases, organizes press conferences, and coordinates affiliated parliamentary working groups in the UK, Romania and Lithuania, as well as the European Parliament. It aims at promoting dignity based on the recognition that man is made in the image and likeness of God. End quote. So there you have it, I guess. The Institute's goal in practice, as of late, has been to support various anti-EU populist movements and to bring the populist energy into the opposition to Pope Francis and the modernists running the church today. You know, that sounds all well and good, I suppose, though Bannon has made some odd statements about something called Judeo-Christian values, which are a contradiction in terms, and has a weird modernist ecumenical bent himself. Anyway, the controversy arose when it was announced that Bannon was looking into working with Martel to produce a movie or documentary, of all things, based on Martel's questionable book. LifeSite News had an article on their site for about an hour before they pulled it that made it sound as if Cardinal Burke, who at the time had been working with the Institute, had met with someone named Benjamin Harnwell, which who we'll go into in a moment, and had was fully on board and had endorsed the project. LifeSite pulled the article after an hour, but it was too late. It had already caused controversy, causing Burke to issue the following statement, which I'll read to you verbatim. Statement from Raymond Leo Cardinal Burke on LifeSite News, Steve Bannon hints at making film exposing homosexuality in the Vatican and resignation from Dignitatis Humanae Institute. I have been made aware of a June 24th LifeSite News online article, now removed, entitled Steve Bannon Hints at Making Film Exposing Homosexuality in Vatican, in which the insinuation is made 
that somehow, through my association with Mr. Benjamin Harnwell of the Dignitatis Humanae Institute, I was involved in a meeting between Mr. Bannon and Mr. Frederick Martell, author of the book In the Closet of the Vatican, to promote a film version of Mr. Martell's book. LifeSite News made no contact with me to verify my possible involvement. Given the overall content of the article, and given several statements made by Mr. Bannon in the article, I must make the following clear. I do not in any way agree with Mr. Bannon's assessment of the book in question. Furthermore, I am not at all of the mind that the book should be made into a film. I disagree completely with a number of Mr. Bannon's statements regarding the doctrine and discipline of the Roman Catholic Church. Above all, I find objectionable his statement calling into question the Church's discipline, a perpetual continence for the clergy, in according with the example and desire of Christ, head and shepherd of the Church. I have never worked with Mr. Bannon in his organization, and am not presently doing so. I have met with him on occasion to discuss Catholic social teaching regarding certain political questions, but I have no part in his organization. In meeting with him, as in meeting with other political leaders, I have tried to fulfill my mission as a priest to teach the faith and morals for the common good. I have been involved with the Dignitatis Humanae Institute for some years, because of its work to support Christians in public life who act with respect for the moral law and, therefore, promote the common good. Some weeks ago, I was named the honorary president of the Institute. In recent time, the Institute has become more and more identified with the political program of Mr. Bannon. While I have urged the Institute to return to its original purpose, it has not done so, as is evident in its involvement with the latest initiative of Mr. Bannon. I have, therefore, effective immediately, terminated any relationship with the Dignitatis Humanae Institute. Signed, Raymond Leo, Cardinal Burke, 25th of June, 2019. Aside from Bannon's weird repeating of the American neoconservative term Judeo-Christian, which is again a nonsensical term, I mean, imagine someone saying Judeo-Islam for something equally nonsensical, I haven't been able to find any heterodox statements made by Bannon on any issue, though to be fair, I didn't spend more than a few minutes looking, though I'll defer to Cardinal Burke on this, as he has had personal interactions with Bannon on various occasions. I suspect that at least some of the opposition to Bannon from Burke must come from one of methods. Bannon has threatened to use a 1961 International Legal Code to force the Vatican to release information about abuse and financial malfeasance, though I'm not sure how he'd invoke that law himself, and he has overtly told Catholics to openly resist Francis, and has definitely at times conflated secular politics with the faith. Remember, Burke tends to take a more measured approach than a lot of us do. The truth is, though, that the faith doesn't fit into an ideological box and cannot be simply reduced to a left-versus-right kind of conflict, which at times it certainly looks like Bannon is trying to do. His, his attempts to craft a right-wing populist school of politics and theology in the Mountain Monastery in Italy may be an example of crossing that line, though, to be honest, I'm not the best judge because I definitely have populist tendencies myself, mostly due to the state of global politics and the tone deafness of the political elites to the conditions of working families across the Western world. But populism can be a dangerous thing, as the people can be manipulated by talented and charismatic leaders towards nefarious ends. It is one reason that I find the blending of political activism and the faith dangerous in the modern world. And no, I'm not advocating a separation of church and state either, to be clear. The church has thoroughly condemned that notion, and we live in the world with the fruits of that separation being on full display. But there is something naturally dangerous about this kind of political organization. I also suspect that some of the charges Bannon has made in the past against Francis are probably too much for Burke. 
Bannon in one interview said that Francis does not care about the poor, citing his support for open borders and seemingly endless third world migration into Europe and the United States. I do think it's a stretch to say that Francis doesn't care about the poor. It might be more accurate to charge him with being hostile to Western civilization than it is to say that he doesn't care about the poor. Any way you look at it, though, Burke and Bannon are not similar figures in the slightest, despite the leftist media smearing of both men as alt-right, a term that can and has been used to mean virtually any idea and any person to, to the supposed political right of Hillary Clinton. It's a term that means literally nothing because it has been used to cover everything. I've never been entirely comfortable with Bannon's operation in Italy. I support any legal and non-violent effort to reduce the power and influence of the European Union over the lives of persons and families, and any attempt to restore national sovereignty against the soft-gloved Fourth Reich that the EU is quickly becoming. But wrapping the church up in this mess is something else, for I'm not really sure what the role of the church should be in this case, especially considering that the church should devote herself entirely to purging itself of the cancer of sexual deviance and positions of authority within her ranks. I mean, let's not lose sight here. We are talking about a situation where there are high-ranking figures of the church who openly lie about predators within her ranks and who have covered up for predatory priests. Let's, let's remember that. But some of this is moot at this point. The Italian government revoked the right of Bannon's group to use the historic Italian monastery. That happened at the start of this month. The group has failed to pay proper concessions, and the government said it was determined that the Institute did not have any experience in cultural heritage custodianship. State officials voiced concerns that critical repairs had not begun to the monastery that would make the historic property available for public use. In other words, the grounds were shut down on technical terms, removing a political thorn from the side of the Italian government. Remember that the Italian government is, a, is currently a coalition government of left and right-wing populists who are united on a pro-sovereignty and anti-open borders platform, and the presence of a figure like Bannon in such a high-profile capacity was probably not helping things on the ground, even if Italian figures like Matteo Salvini may privately have supported his work. But let's not forget about the LifeSite news statement. I use LifeSite as a source pretty regularly, but I am also aware of the errors they've made in the past. That having been said, I can't think of a news source that doesn't regularly make mistakes. Still, this is a pretty big one, all things considered. I'm going to quote directly the article retracting the since-deleted piece they had done. I couldn't find an archive of the original article, which makes this all the more frustrating. Anyway, to quote the LifeSite retraction directly, quote, The article was about a meeting with Steve Bannon that was held with French author Frederick Martel, the homosexual activist and author of the highly controversial book In the Closet of the Vatican. LifeSite revealed that the two had met to discuss Bannon making a film based on Martel's book. We confirmed the details of the meeting with both Bannon and Martel before publishing. However, the article also indicated Cardinal Burke's work with Benjamin Harnwell, who set up the meeting with Bannon and Martel. And a clumsily worded sentence may have been read by some as indicating that Cardinal Burke had something to do with the meeting between Bannon and Martel. We did not intend to convey that at all and pulled the story based on concerns over lack of clarity. We did not think to contact Cardinal Burke to verify the story because it had nothing to do with him. We regret any harm to his eminence that may have come from our mentioning his name. End quote. And they go off, they go then to issue a formal apology to Cardinal Burke. Now, Harnwell himself shouldn't be overlooked. He is a former European parliamentary official who had drafted an EU document on human dignity worked in Sri Lanka with its government, has had time in the Pontifical Academy of Sciences, and is by all accounts a Catholic who is a professional politician. He also has, had, has contributed articles to the National Catholic Register 
on topics related to the work of Dignitatis Humanae, including reporting on the most family-friendly countries in the world, as well as publishing an open call to Catholics to disobey the state when it promotes grave moral errors. The article of his that I'm most familiar with is one that was published during the Kim Davis affair here in the United States, where he openly asked why there were no Catholic Kim Davises, a fair question given that it seems that Protestants are better at publicly defending their faith than Catholics are of defending ours. In this video, I barely mention Harwell because it doesn't seem like he was the crux of the problem for Burke, and that what should be a quiet controversy has erupted but has really become a larger issue, as the secular media is having a field day with this. Just look at the American Magazine and Vox hit pieces for evidence of that. And yes, I know, I just called American Magazine a secular hit piece, but or a secular news outlet, but that's because they are. I don't really know what to think of this, other than to say that it's probably a good thing that Burke isn't involved in this anymore. Frankly, it'd be better if he spent his time addressing the crisis in the church than being affiliated in any way with the affairs of the world. But maybe I'm wrong on that. Let me know what you think in the comments below. I am generally skeptical of Americans going over to Europe to solve their political problems anyway, unless it involves military operations to free them from socialist regimes, as was the case in the Second World War. So let me know what you think in the comments below. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.